Welcome to the Ethical Invest Podcast. Your time to catch up on the latest tips, trends, research, and action steps to incorporate ethical and responsible investments in financial advice and investment portfolios. I'm Alexandra Brown, and I support financial advisors to build their ESG and ethical investment toolkit so they can deliver powerful, impactful advice with confidence. Hello, welcome to episode four of the Ethical Invest podcast. I'm your host, Alexandra Brown, and today we are going to look at question two of the Ask Me Anything for Ethical Investment Week series. And this question looks at greenwashing and asks how to avoid greenwashing. So let's dive in. This question was sent in by Brooke and she actually recorded her question, so I will play it now. My name is Brooke and I'm wondering how can I avoid the greenwashing of some funds and be sure my money is actually being invested ethically? Thanks for a fantastic question, Brooke. So you're wondering how you can avoid greenwashing with your funds and actually ensure that you know where your money is being invested and if it's being invested ethically. And it's a great question because there is a lot of greenwashing out there, particularly as more and more fund managers become interested in the ESG and ethical investing space. They're putting products out there and they're not always as green or as ethical as you might think just from the name. So a lot of these funds are called ethical or responsible or sustainable, but when you look under the hood, they're not quite as ethical, responsible, sustainable as you would think that they are. So how can you avoid greenwashing? I think the first and most important thing that you can do is to look at the holdings. So in other words, what companies are in this fund? The reason why I think this is the most important thing you can do to avoid greenwashing is because it doesn't matter what the fund is called, what sustainability reports they have, how many beautiful green images that they have on their website. It doesn't matter any of that. It, what they're holding is going to reflect how ethical or responsible this fund is. What they're investing in is the key, is the key. So the first thing I would do is to look at their holdings. Now, not all fund managers will display their holdings on their websites. This is unfortunate, but it is, it's the reality, unfortunately, particularly here in Australia. Overseas, it is uh, quite often mandatory for funds to disclose their holdings, which is great, you know, to have this full disclosure, to have full transparency, be able to actually see what they're invested in. And I look forward to the, the day that Australia catches up to that. But in the meantime, if you go to the website and they don't have their full holdings, you can always contact the fund to find out. And more often than not, they will have generally at least the top 10, which can give you a fair indication. So if you can't find their full holdings on the website, then have a look for the latest performance report or something, their latest monthly report, something like that. And it will often show you at least the top 10 holdings and have a look at them. And if those top 10 holdings are holding fossil fuel companies, big uh, carbon intensive industries like airports, the big 
banks uh, if that is something that you think is unethical because they may be financing fossil fuels it depends where your uh, what your interpretation is of an ethical fund of course everyone's is going to be slightly different but especially the fossil fuel companies they are big warning bells that this fund is not going to be quite as ethical as the name may suggest if you wanted to find out about your super fund too you can contact your super fund and ask them for for a list of the holdings it's your money and you have a right to know what your money is being invested in so holdings i think is the is the number one priority for avoiding greenwashing the second thing i would look at is voting so how is a fund voting at company agms that they're holding and this is important because it really shows the, the fund's position on particular ESG issues, so those environmental, social and governance issues. And you'll be able to tell whether the position of the fund aligns with your position too, or your ethics or, or how you would vote. So if you can, I would go to the fund's website and I would look for their voting record to find out their past votes and, and what they've been doing particularly around things like climate change and, and increased climate risk disclosure, uh, human rights issues, indigenous rights issues, executive remuneration. So those kinds of uh, ESG issues I would have a look at. I was recently reading through the ESG proxy voting record of a fund. And here are just some examples of the different ESG resolutions that have been put forward. So things like asking a company or requesting a company to report on freedom, freedom of expression and access to information policies, just to get a bit more transparency around those human rights issues. There was also the request to, for the company to assess the feasibility of including sustainability as a performance measure for senior executive compensation. And I really like this one. It's you know about encouraging more action on sustainability and climate change. Another one was a resolution requesting that a company reports on their gender and racial pay gaps, which I thought was a, a really great one for bringing attention to this with the company. Another example was a resolution for a company to prepare an employment diversity report uh, a report on political contributions disclosure, a report on material human capital risks, a report on lobbying payments and policy. So you can see that these resolutions can really help influence a company's behavior around environmental and social issues. If the voting record is particularly extensive and you really just wanna focus on those ESG ones, then just use the search function in the voting record and look for words such as lobbying, human rights, indigenous, uh, climate, and those kinds of things. And it will pick out the different resolutions that are around these more pertinent ESG issues. So if you're short on time, I don't, some of these are pages and pages and pages long. So I don't expect you to be able to search through all of them, but just pick out those key issues that matter to you and just have a look at their voting record and see if they are voting in, that, in ways that align with you. Another thing that you could consider looking at is the fund's ESG responsible investing policy, or maybe called an ethical charter. 
and this should detail how the fund incorporates ESG or ethics or sustainability within the fund's investment decision-making process. And this is a really important document. It should be clear to understand. It should have words that are have high conviction behind them. What you don't want is just generalized statements. What you want to see is a, a distinct process that's easy to follow, easy to understand, and also easy to be able to comprehend what would be included in the fund and what could be excluded from the fund based on these policies and these documents. Quite often what you'll find is uh, in, within this document there'll be exposure levels or a screening policy and it might give you say for instance we screen out uh, fossil fuel companies with revenue of 10% or more and that kind of thing. So you might see some percentages as well and this is the exposure levels. I did go a little bit about exposure levels in the previous podcast episode. So if you wanted to listen to episode three, we do talk a little bit about exposure levels there. But regarding greenwashing, this is a great indication that the fund has a clear process around the inclusion and exclusion of different companies. This may not be the case for sustainability themed funds. So in other words, a fund that just focuses on companies within a particular sustainability theme, whether that be water or waste or technolo technological innovation or just sustainability in general, because they are focusing on a particular theme, they may not have strict exclusions or a strict exclusion policy. It doesn't mean that they are greenwashing necessarily. It's because they just naturally wouldn't invest in, say, something like tobacco or gambling or weapons because it just wouldn't fit in with their theme. So an exclusion policy or, a, or those, seeing those percentages for the materiality thresholds, it's not necessarily a sign of greenwashing or not greenwashing, but it is an important indicator to add to the mix, particularly when you are comparing funds with different screening thresholds and you see that one fund is excluding fossil fuels uh, with a 20% threshold and one is with a 0% threshold, then you can certainly see the difference there in, in how green this, this might be, this fund might be. And I think the fourth way that you can look at or look at avoiding greenwashing is engagement. So how is a fund engaging with companies to influence or improve their, their different ESG aspects of the company? And a lot of funds these days are producing engagement reports so you can see the different areas that they're engaging in, how they're improving these companies, and it's really great to see. And I think that engagement is fast becoming a big differentiator with the funds that are really walking the walk and those that are just talking the talk. So thanks, Brooke, for a really great question. Just to wrap it up, the four things that I would definitely look out for to avoid greenwashing is first and foremost, check out the holdings. Make sure there's no companies in there that you would be opposed to. The second is looking at that voting record and seeing how the fund is voting on the different ESG areas. The third is to look for a high conviction responsible investing uh, policy. And the fourth is to look at engagement and how that fund is actively 
working to improve the ESG areas of different companies. So I hope that's helpful for you. Now, this is week two of Ethical Investment Week. And for the next, for, for over seven weeks, we have seven different challenges for Ethical Investment Week. And this week's challenge actually fits well with this podcast episode. And it's asking you to contact your super fund or companies that you invest in and ask them what they are doing about environmental and social issues. So that's the challenge for week two in Ethical Investment Week. Contact your super fund or companies that you invest in and ask them what they're doing about social and environmental issues. The next question in the Ask Me Anything for Ethical Investment Week series actually relates to greenwashing as well, but here we're looking at resources to avoid greenwashing. So stay tuned for the next episode and I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Hit subscribe to find out more about investments that incorporate sustainability and values and how investors can have a positive impact on the social and environmental challenges we face across the world. Together, let's accelerate ethical investment from niche to norm. Disclaimer. The information and related materials provided in this podcast are for teaching and demonstration purposes only. The information does not take into account your objectives, needs and circumstances. We recommend you seek financial advice specific to your needs. The information provided is not intended to constitute professional or financial service advice and is not to be used in any statement of advice or any other advice to a client. We do not guarantee the accuracy, reliability and completeness of any information provided during the podcast and in accompanying resources.